Yep, this is this episode's Patreon ad, and you probably know along with that that Patreon is the thing that keeps this show and everything we do at News As going. We don't run ads. We don't constantly throw merchandise in your face. We try not to beg too much for your help except for these ads. And you probably know about Swick Extra Minutes, but you may not know that along with Swick Extra Minutes, I just checked to see what all we have on Patreon. And to my surprise, we have 173 exclusive Patreon posts, all of which have some kind of audio special tied to them. Many of them Swick related, but all of them have something to do with NeoZaz and feature at least one, two, or more of the NeoZaz hosts that you've come to know and tolerate over the years. So if you want to learn more about that and get a hold of these exclusive episodes, check out patreon.com slash NeoZaz. He had a choice. He either could either put in a thing called a safe or a thing called a dangerous. I think he made the right choice. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today, we are talking about somebody I don't know because Dave's surprising us today. Surprise! It better surprise, be a surprise. Surprise, surprise, This is being lame. I'm just, I'm going to have to insist wow. that we always know what character we're speaking of. <laughs> yeah, wow. Dave's starting to keep secrets from us. What a, what I, I know a, why Dave's doing this, because I can't make names. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. this, is the, this is the only way I can stop you from naming shit. Oh, so you I, think. I like how Matt started it out on a negative note, though. And really, when it, when you hear what this is about, I'm really kind of doing this for your benefit. No. For Matt's? Matt's benefit, okay. Okay. more so than anyone else's. I love the fact that Dave points out when someone else starts something off on a negative note. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of this conversation. <laughs> I love the point that you're making a point about the point that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the point. <laughs> Make that point. Okay. This is going to be a little different kind of episode than what we usually do. Oh, we never- I feel the negative reviews coming on as you speak. <laughs> I'm For- typing right now. <laughs> I don't like this. I can't give my name. My CNC works for me. <laughs> 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 maybe well so maybe is Chris not going to introduce us or just going right into this we still have names oh okay no I mean oh, oh, oh. Our, uh, our names our parents gave us we can't use those can we yeah. no because it, it won't blend together Dave okay alright so we don't have well, any names we're not going to be introduced I don't know who we're now, doing. This is this well, is. But you, you need still to think can't say I'm Chris and joined by my co-host Matt, Dave, and Tim. You did it for me, but I'm not Chris. <laughs> we, we've met before. Yes, but there, this might be someone's first time downloading this episode of this series. Hello, everybody. That's very unlikely at this point. Now but... they need to be Star Wars names. You need to think on your feet here, or, young man. Or or but or, or don't, don't make up Star names. Wars. Just say our, say our names. My name is Christopher. Christopher. Uh, I am with Matthew. Hello, everybody. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. I took Derek's bit. But hi, everybody. Who? David. <laughs> I, 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 this is your theme, this one. The full name. <laughs> and Timothy. 
I'm listening. <laughs> nice. It's Fraser. I like that. See, that was nice for once. Just to... Were those the best names yet? <laughs> that, best names since episode you, seven. Right? What's that, Dave? <laughs> that killed you to do it, right? I'm like, here. Just, I'm fucking here shaking. Just see. <laughs> Just say the regular I'm shaking names. Shaking and sweating, and I'm... it doesn't do anything. The, the show doesn't start with a with a bam. Now it's like, ugh, here we go. It started with an argument between me and Dave. What do you mean it didn't start with a bam? That is true. All right. Well, we never do this. There are lots of podcasts that do things like this. What we're about to do. Oh god. So the the focus of our episode is a camtono. What? Bless you. A camtono. Bless you. And, and a camtono is a safe that will allegedly appear oh, in the Mandalorian. I don't know if I like this. Yeah. Well, I that's why we're going to talk about it. This safe that will allegedly appear in the Mandalorian that resembles the shape of what on earth we would call an ice cream maker. <laughs> we are doing this for Matt. We're doing this for Wilro, really. And here's the story, if you don't know it, and I'm surprised I know this story because I don't usually pay attention to things like this, but there are lots of cool websites that people read like Gizmodo and Looper, but io9 apparently has inside sources from footage that has not been released yet of Werner Herzog's character in what will be the Mandalorian on Disney Plus offering the Mandalorian a piece of Beskar. Now I learned what Beskar is. Do you guys know what that is? The no. whole system of Bespin? Beef Besk- jerky. Something stupid like that? <laughs> Tim's closest. Oh, what did uh, you say? This. Beskar is the, is the armor that the Mandalorians oh, wear. Oh, okay. okay. It's a, like a highly protective armor. And it is reported that he offers in this scene a whole Camtono of this armor if the Mandalorian takes a mission and brings back the bounty. This plus the info that we I don't and I and I do follow uh John Favreau on Instagram. On October twelfth he put out a post. So they post of, what he eats? Because God, that might be a lot of footage to go through. He does. <laughs> Let's uh, well if you saw the end of uh uh, Avengers, it's it's hamburgers. <laughs> he does post. He posts a lot of stuff about food because from that when when he was in the movie Chef, Chef, he likes oh, to right. cook. Well, and now he does a new really? show on Netflix. He has a show on Netflix now. It's a cooking show with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. So he is a foodie, but he he put on October twelfth a post that was just the ice cream maker, and it's pretty much all. Oh, been I remember seeing that. Yeah. That. The ice cream maker that we always thought was an ice cream maker, and we've talked a lot about this on our show, is not what we thought it was. It is now Disney is confirming a safe. Now, I don't care about any of this. What I do care about is what this does to tarnish the legacy of Wilro Hood. And I agree. Trivia. Because we were... (laughs) (laughs) We have always... You know, put him on a pedestal as a hero of the rebellion and rescuing the information core of all the rebel contacts. This totally rewrites this history. It kind of makes him a looter or a jury, like some some kind of chump. Like, oh, he's, I didn't think that. It does. I was why why though? I'm curious where, why that makes him a looter. Because all he's doing, if you if you're to take that to be a safe. 
They yeah. would protect valuables. He is not rescuing a core and and saving well, the rebellion contacts. He is stealing things from Bespin. Why wouldn't he put the computer core in a safe for protection as he's rapidly and hurriedly transporting it away to safety? Yeah. Safety. Mm-hmm. Safety is, first. Is that what you think? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're going to have to make this a thing, and I have some things to say about that, then I, I still think it fits his story just fine. Okay. Shit is hitting the fan in Besman. He's he's basically doing a Joe DiMaggio when the uh, when the earthquake hit San Francisco and Joe DiMaggio was running around outside with sacks full of money because he didn't know what the hell was happening and thought the world was ending. That's what Wilbur Hood's doing. The world is about to end. The Empire has come. They're going to fuck up his shit. He wants to get out of Dodge. He puts everything in the safe. The safest place to put something is in something called a safe. safe. <laughs> and he's running he to safety a, with the safe. He had, a cho- he, had, he, had, he had a choice. He either could either put it in a thing called a safe or a thing called a dangerous. I think he made the right <laughs> <Yeah>. choice. <laughs> 50-50 choice. <laughs> but I think this takes away the whole her- heroic part of his story. Why? And we've... Because... It's, That's a it's good not, reason. Oh, there's more because it's <laughs> yeah. it's not as it's not as cut and dry as it was written in this. What what are they called now? Legacy. Yeah. Because what Dis- when Disney got rid of anything that wasn't was Disney, oh, <laughs> they're rewriting history. So now, e- okay, yeah, <laughs> something that was confirmed as him being a hero is now left up in the air i don't think and so it, i think it's still computer core it's just in a safe because computer if computer if the core is as fragile as all the freaking silicon and spinning discs and even ssd drives if you drop them they can get fucked up as they are in our universe and hell yeah put that something something safe especially when you're running away from an imperial occupation that is very likely going to end in some kind of firefight in the vehicle that you're escaping in yep. safe <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're saying that because, and I know he's like your guy, so I'm glad that you're sticking with your guy. But I think it, I think Stand it, and by your man, <laughs> I think it casts a shadow no. on his legacy. Yeah, no. here's, he, here's, here's, okay, Tim. I was like, can he not be an anti hero? Can he, you know, in this day and age where we want things darker, and I'm not, that's not a commentary on him. <laughs> he could be an anti-hero he could be a rogue he could be roguish and here he is he's like han solo he's 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 doing the right thing here he is he you know he, he he's not he, he you know he tiptoes over the line of of the law from time to time but this time he's doing the good he's fighting the good fight so he puts it in a safe and runs it to safety because that's the right thing to do what I don't like about this, the reason I'm having a problem with this, and maybe if this gets into something you're going to discuss, we can move, I can shift this conversation around. I wish they would just leave him, the character, as it is now. The f- most fun part about Willowhood is the fact that he's in it so, sh- so, is, is, it's such a short amount of time. He's carrying an ice cream maker that's been described as something else to make it fit the star wars universe there's all these like little quirky things about him in such a short amount of time that makes him a legend apparently he's going to show up in this short run of of vader comics how his life was changed by vader's occupation of bespin now they've taken this device that he's made and made it into something that's going to be bigger i wish they would just leave everything that 
Wilro Hood was part of his character, which I consider that the ice cream maker. I would just, I wish they just leave it where it is. Don't try to over explain it. Don't retcon it. Don't make an elaborate overthought uh, muddied story about it. The fun about it is that that stuff doesn't exist. What exists as it is now makes this fun. There's people that dress up like him because of the quirkiness of it. The more you explain it, the, the less, the less special it becomes. Way to go, Dave. Mm. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And it does make it less fun. The The fact that it was just as unexplained, and it was explained with this computer core, but it was an ice cream maker, and it was just dumb, and, and Disney, and, and I think that, that Lucasfilm was happy to play along and, yeah. and know that know that it was goofy and people went and re- the, if if it's just some safe and and all that stuff is 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 gone with the running will rose isn't as funny as it yeah, used yeah. to be I mean, yeah yeah it's that's what i i just wish it's it there's some things that you don't need to drive into the ground and this i think the more was information one of them. it gets just annoying after yeah, a while it's exactly like, have us let us have fun with it and you know think what we want to think you yes. know yeah you don't have to explain every single facet of the universe just let some things be let them get a little goofy and out of control and fun and yeah that's why i don't like this i was uh i was actually excited about this this io9 article when it came out because of course 800 people tagged me on facebook about it which is fine it's it's nice to that let people let me know it was out there I, from the small blurb headline I saw on Facebook, I thought they had found out who the actor was. And I was disappointed to find out they were talking about the stupid ice cream maker. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. And because of the title of the article is just simply like an age old Mis- Star Wars mystery, mystery is, yeah. fi- is finally answered. Yeah. It was a picture of him. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, they know who it is. What? Yeah. A safe. This is this is what I would like to see at the next celebration. And I think the, the, the running Will Rose need to manage this running will rose with one not two not more than one <laughs> one running herzog <laughs> just get one guy that looks like Werner herzog to run with the the the, the will rose with the safe that's all i want it was pretty funny last celebration that video going around of the one running will rose is actually the ice cream maker holding a will rose doll that was pretty fucking <laughs> that, funny that was yeah. funny yeah it was there was the running Will Rose, and I, I believe I saw the running Will Rose in front of. There was the with the running Will Rose. There was the running pink shorts boom operator guy too. Yeah, who was running with them, and I thought that was pretty funny that he joined <laughs> in on the fun. See that? That's funny. The the booty the booty short yeah. boom operator guy. Yeah, Dave, do you know do you know about this guy? No. There's this photo that was taken on the set of the original Star Wars. And someone someone to said figured out who it was, but there was a boom operator in this one scene, and it's 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 Luke on the the land speeder talking to uh, um, to Obi Wan, and the boom operator is basically completely naked except for the tiniest pink shorts and boots, and he's 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 uh, he's holding the boom the boom mic over his head. And apparently that's that's turned into a cosplay. That's that is some obscure yeah, right? shit. Yeah. I love it. It's good. I just sent you guys it now. Yeah, and there's probably gonna be a whole fucking comic series about this guy, and that's not a boom pole. That's a <laughs> that's a freaking I don't know what an artifact from from the one the original Jedi Temple that's gonna save the fucking world. 
it, it wasn't a thing until um, it wasn't a thing until Charles Lippincott, who was he worked on the the promotion of Star Wars in the in the early days. It wasn't until he posted it on his Facebook page, and then people just like kind of went nuts for it. I'm seeing it now. This is yeah. great. Yeah, I love this. This is why Star Wars is fun. Yeah, right. there's, yeah. There's, there's the there's the boomer pretty guy I saw running with the hill the Will Rose. I think I blame. And although I like him a lot, I think I blame John Favreau because I think I blame I, me for the whole Will Willow Hood shit over the past <laughs> nine years. No, okay. I I think John Favreau is super talented and super funny, and I've been a fan of his for twenty years. Um, I think that he's involved in Star Wars now, and it's probably like a big deal to him, and he's probably geeking out, which is cool too. But him posting that picture. And doing all this, it's it's like too much. Yeah. So it's it's John Favreau's need but to the, be quirky and funny. I think that has ruined this a little. But you, do you, you shouldn't think it's make his love though for Star Wars. That's why he's he is doing this. I do, but I think I'm I I think what Matt said is true. The fact that this was a quirky little thing in Star Wars was great. Now that it's become. If it if it is such a gonna be a big deal in this show, which who knows? I mean, that's yeah, why exactly. I it, it, it we, we don't usually do this on our show. There are a lot of shows that do Star Wars rumors, and that's good because people like to hear that, and that's there. There is definitely an audience for that. We've never done that. Nope. We're more about history, not the future. But because it's Wilbur Hood, I thought it was worth talking about. So who knows if this is even gonna happen? That's why we don't do this. Let but, me let me say one name that'll make you forget all about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And this person is in The Mandalorian. And that name is Gina Carano. Huh? Who's that? She <laughs> <laughs> One name would change. I have how no you idea feel. who you're Who's talking that? about. <laughs> she was in she was in the first Deadpool. Uh oh, she was the in one stripper? of the first um it, no, no, no. She. Uh, oh, Gina Carano. Uh, she was um an American Gladiator, wasn't she? Yeah, American Gladiator. Yeah. She was in Haywire. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, fitness model. Oh, she's Chicago. in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about everything you said. No. Make I love. thought he was going to say Carl Weathers. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that too. And also Tiki Watiki. I can never say his name right. He's he's apparently involved too. That gives me hope. I think it was. Yeah, Tiki Watiki. That's it. Yep. Now, if. I will say though, if given because when John, Fe- I remember when I totally remember this now. I, I forgot about John Favreau posting that. Of course, again, I was tagged a thousand times, and and people immediately jumped to the conclusion. In some cases, not everybody, that Will Rowe Hood was going to be involved somehow. I, if given the choice of what you're going to expand in the Star Wars universe, Will Rowe Hood, the character, or the ice cream maker, I'd much rather have the ice cream maker. I think. In Wilrahood just should we sh- that's all we should have ever seen of him is what we've yeah. seen. Does Carl Agreed. Weathers play Wilro Hood? Oh my god, that'd be freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. How fucking oh now I might actually be behind no. that idea, but I'm sure that's not true. His his character's name is Grief Karga. <laughs> okay. Apollo <laughs> Grief. Apollo, <laughs> Apollo <laughs> Grief, yep. That's good. Imagine, Imagine disaster. Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard directed an episode of the Mandalorian. Well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I get, are you guys, first of all, you have to have Disney plus, right? Right. Right. Yeah. 
So I don't know who's even interested in doing that. But if you were and you had it, are you excited about this Mandalorian? It's supposed yes. to be five years I'm after Return of the Jedi. I, don't know. I think that's what I saw because I watched the. I was trying to watch for this stuff, and I watched some somebody that was still at a bootleg from the celebration of the film that they showed. It was like the trailer and some behind the scenes stuff. And Favreau says it's supposed to be five years after Return of the Jedi. Um, so you're excited about this? Are you going to get Disney Plus? Yeah, I am because I mm-hmm. really, I really want to see that, and, and I'm a huge Clone Wars fans coming back. I want to watch that, and everything else is going to be on there. All the Star Wars shit, the Marvel shit, like everything is all going to be on there at once. I'm not getting Disney Plus. They they say uh, if they're if they're honest in their pricing, they say it's going to be less than Netflix. But I think uh, I think there's going to be even more interest. In the shows that are going to be on um, Disney Plus, then then Actually, what I've been let me, let me say this: I, I I said I'm not going to get it. Let me quantify that. I'm not going to get it the second it's available. I'm going to let it see what the reviews of people that I just the reviews in general, not just people that I agree with, but the reviews are in general before I chill out the money for it. I, chances are there's, there's going to be oh, good. There's going to be new new Marvel shows too. They want to do yeah, the new just, Loki's story and Let's say inevitably there's going to be something that i want to see i'm sure but I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not getting it the day it goes the sales go live just do what tim's gonna do and use chris's password <laughs> no I, well that might I, happen because chris is using my netflix password oh the tides have turned <laughs> yeah hopefully so, you like sam j netflix isn't listening to our show like aha canceled well Did that's the sam j netflix <laughs> yeah I'm gonna call my friend Bill Disney Plus. <laughs> there was there was one time, and this is all a rumor. If I was borrowing Tim's uh, password, okay, this is a, just a rumor that I heard from a friend that Tim didn't pay his thing or something a certain month, and I couldn't get on Netflix. <laughs> I was like, Tim, man, what's going on? What's going on Netflix? I, I can't get on. He's oh, I forgot to pay it, or oh, something happened. No, That's what happened was my uh, uh, my my card that it was. Oh. Um, Link to changed. I changed the card, and so I forgot to change it on Netflix. So for like two days, I didn't log on, and Chris was like, "I can't watch whatever it was I wanted to watch." I don't know what it was, but yeah, I mean, this is all through a friend. I mean, this is just rumors. Can't There's watch the Beastmaster. Friend. I can't watch the Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> I didn't watch that yet, but there was see Zach Efron though in that movie. Oh, handsome. There's Tell no way. There's no way a handsome man like him could have done that to all those women. <laughs> what a story! Did you, ever hear about the, you ever hear about the the rumor? This may be a local rumor. There's the the old courthouse here. The or, old Orlando Orlando Orange County Courthouse is now a museum, a historic or a, the Central Florida Historic Museum, and it has one courtroom preserved from the old courtroom, and it has the the table that Ted Bundy was tried at and arraigned at. Mm. And oh. there's a uh, uh, the a rumor. Well, it's it's there. The initials TB are there. The rumor is that he carved them in during the trial. There's evidence that what it was carved with, he would have not had his hands on by any way, shape, or form during the trial. But it's so kind of right. neat to walk in there and see because it is the table and the chair and the the courtroom that he was tried in because that's like the most infamous modern trial that's happened in Orlando. Yeah. So you can go in there and see the 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 room that he was tried in. That's awesome. That is cool. Still, still better, smells of Bundy. It's better than <laughs> yeah. Di- Disney. Uh, hell yeah. I hate Disney. I hate every <laughs> stitch of it. Well, I only brought this up 
because I really kind of wanted to hear what Matt had to thought, and of course you guys as well. But Matt is the uh, n- number one super fan in the world of Mister Hood. And I wanted to give him a platform to say what he thought because I read it and I don't like it. I I I wish they wouldn't do it, but like I said, if it's if it's that's all they're going to do, then I consider it a bullet dodged for you know not expanding Wilder Hood's story. But I just got a bad feeling that that's going to happen someday, so in, in one way, shape, or form. Okay, and then it'll ruin it. Yeah, because I think the fun about it is the fact of what we don't know about him. And, I, and I'm not going to say, maybe in the right hands of the right creative talent, the right things will be written, you know, and it'll be it'll make it even more fun. But, I mean, that is, I think, less likely than it just being muddied up and stupefied. Yeah. It would, if they're, if they're simply using it as a plot device, like... This is the thing. We've seen this in Star Wars before. We're going to use it again. And it's just handed off. But if it's not something like, this was given to me by a, by a man from the clouds who said that this will save us all from... It's like, ah, uh, yeah, to, to expand on that. But I, th- I think it's okay. I, I've, I've said this before about the newer movies. Uh, they don't recycle enough of the stuff that we've seen mm. in previous Star Wars. And this is looks like it's going in that direction of taking items that we have seen, whether it be this ice cream maker or the skiff guard weapons and showing us these again to remind us, you know, there's this universe, these things exist in them. They don't just exist for a two hour period. And then when we have to watch the next two hour period of this story of this universe, everything else is brand new. I like that they are recycling things um, and, and bring and, and giving it new lives to, to say, you know, this stuff exists in this world. Yeah. Yeah. To us, it's an ice cream maker. To them, it's a safe. Now, getting past the, I, I wish they just would leave it alone. And and let's say, oh, obviously they're doing something with it. I, as far as it being a safe, going back to where this conversation started, I don't think that damages what we know about Wolverhood at all. I think it makes perfect sense. And I think I made that clear in our conversation. All right. Well, that is good because I guess because I'm a negative person. This is true. What? Get out of here. I instantly had a negative connotation with it. But you're happy with the idea of saying that everything that we thought was true is true. But the context aren't that thing is not a core like we were told. That was supposed to be what it was. It was supposed to be the core of. Well, I the- can I can believe it's not a stretch of the imagination to believe that the core is being protected in a safe. That's how's that for me? Okay, so everything is true as far as your as as far as your concern from what we learned before, unless they take it further and ruin it even more. Yeah, I mean, if they open it up and then it gets starts getting real goofy in there, it's like n- n- Russian nesting dolls or something, then I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, I know what I'm going to do. Nothing, because it's just a movie series. It's not worth getting that upset about. But I'm saying, as a fan, I'm not sure what I'll say about it. Okay. All right, well, then I guess I feel okay about this. If you're okay, I'm okay. The only other thing I will add is that the word Camtono in Is camel toe with the L out and an extra O. (laughs) Can't wait to watch that. (laughs) In some form of Italian does translate into ice cream. How do you feel Uh, now, Matt? uh, 
Uh, it's, it's, it's not good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty not good. <laughs> I don't like it. That's but if uh, if if it's okay with Matt, I think that's the moral. Well, it's of all a thing. It's it's. Uh, well, I have no. I have absolutely no choice in the matter whatsoever. It's like you know what? Me getting upset about it is not going to change the fact that it happened. So. What's my opinion of what they're doing with it? If they're making it a safe, uh, that makes perfect sense to me. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah, it's what's what's the big deal? Okay, but if it's a safe, you can pick up and run away with what's mm. inside it. Something well, like it could be. You know? a, I mean, w- the word "safe." It's Tim hit the nail on the head. It's the word. It keeps things safe. It might not be a safe in the sense of like we know where they're made out of. Whatever they're made out of that make them weigh a thousand pounds, it may be an electrical device that suspends something in the middle of it, so that no matter how much it gets jostled uh-huh. around and dropped and kicked and and sent by UPS and thrown off trucks <laughs> and whatnot, it is always stays in the same position, almost like a a stasis field slash gyroscope, so it doesn't get shaken around and damaged. That, that again, that makes sense to me for a computer core. Mm-hmm. There you go. Take that, Dave. I walk away duly chasing. <laughs> but that's all I got. I just wanted to hear what you guys thought about that. Uh, I think you wasted an entire episode, Dave. How's that? Like I said, not <laughs> our usual type of episode. Just a little bit different. We'll go back to your regularly scheduled character-driven episodes next week. Now, how do you feel, Dave? How did you feel, I should say, when you went through, uh, oh, whatever the hell it's called. What's that Disney used to be the animation center. It's now the Disney vault or something. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Bathroom. And you go through that one. It's it's like the little, the, the tiniest of mock-ups of the cantina with the blue milk that's bolted to the bar. And then over on the wall, there's like that. We used to be a doorway where they have a bunch of stuff stuffed behind a, a, a rack. And in the corner is the ice cream maker. How'd you feel about that when you saw it? Were you like, oh, too much. Stupid. I'm going to talk to Matt. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I do. I even thought about that when we were talking because I hadn't. Re- I was going to ask you, but anytime you say the word Disney to you, I know you get a little upset. So I wasn't. I don't, I don't get upset. I don't like Disney. It's it's it's. it's I don't like going there. And, and that's another. That's another off subject <laughs> conversation for later. But uh, I was going to ask you. I'm glad you remember because I knew that that was in there somewhere. Yeah. I actually thought it was for some reason, and it didn't make sense. I thought it was in the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark bar at. Uh, <laughs> Whatever the uh, Jack Lindsay's, yeah. Which, yeah now has a, which now has a DJ that plays contemporary music because nothing screams, you know, period piece bar like fucking Taylor Swift. Oh, they do. <laughs> they don't play like songs from the forties. They do at like eleven a.m. to two in the afternoon, and then a DJ comes in at night and yeah. Look at what you made me. I didn't mind that in there because like you said, it was it was that was almost like an Easter egg yeah. of that of that uh environment. It wasn't out on a table with a big neon sign that says, Look, remember this shit from Star Wars? It's funny. Never- it was kinda like it was kinda like stuck in the corner and you just kinda happened to see it. And everyone that sees it thinks they're the first person to ever find it, including me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Oh my god. I'm going to put it on the gram. That's great. That's all I got. Um, Matthew, can I do a little feedback? You can. 
Um, as you all know, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be months from now. My birthday was just a couple of days ago. And listener Gavin Smith, you guys know him? Gavin Capriel Smith? Yeah. <laughs> I know the name. Is that his middle name? The, I, I I know uh, I know there's there's a Gavin Gavin Capriel Smith who posts on our oh Facebook yeah yeah page. okay yep I know who this is he actually yeah, looks like knows. when you see his um his avatar next to his comments it looks like Adam Driver <laughs> when it's really super tiny yeah 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 I always think Adam Driver when I see him post he sent me a message on my birthday he actually so this is more about you than feedback no but oh, you sorry. guys are mentioned <laughs> just kidding I'm sorry but here he is. He sent a video of him with a guitar. Oh, oh! Is this like this? Isn't like that last song we tried to play where Tim showed it off? Is it? No. Hear him? Yeah. Nice. It was. It's, it's pretty sweet and all. You know, just sent this to me in a room, kind of you know, scary looking room. <laughs> was surrounded he by swords. He was clothed. Happy birthday, buddy. Nice. It was nice. That was nice. Then he sent a, sent a message. Okay. Um, I actually said that's the sweetest thing anyone has ever done for me. Thanks, man. Including my wife giving me two wonderful children. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> so he he said this. You're welcome, bud. Have a great birthday. We've never met, and yet strangely, you feel like a friend to me. Must be because I've listened to you guys. Here you go for years. Now, this is a little bit sad. My marriage ended. Oh, that, oh, that's too mm-hmm. bad. My, my dad died. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and yet you guys always made me laugh. You were kind of there for me. I've listened to your stories and seen your family grow up. So, yeah, I class you as a friend. Yeah. Have a great birthday. That's really nice. That's our last show, everybody. We'll that's good up. feedback. That's nice. Yeah. I thought that was something that you yeah. guys wanted to hear because you guys are mentioned. And it was just sweet that he went out of his way or to mention as you, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't talking about you guys. I don't know. <laughs> he meant your family. He didn't have, mean shit about us. He did say, I listened to you guys. So maybe, yeah, maybe he has the, the house bug. And he hears, you know, kids, <laughs> yeah. The kids going nuts, you know? Mm-hmm. That is very nice. Yeah. We, we were just kind of talking about this. We get, we get a lot of messages from people like that that say we helped them through some kind yeah. of okay, tough time. Tough and, time. And, you know, like, and, and or just a boring time, or when they're driving, you know, whatever the deal oh, is. Man, we're a boring time, which is that's gonna be fair. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh that's one of the highest compliments that we can get. That was yeah. really great. Yeah, it was it, it was nice. I just wanted to put that out there. That was good. Thank you. He's he's a, he's a cool dude. He's a handsome gentleman. He is. And if he was in this room, I would leave for two minutes. And uh, you know, I know it's sad when. You know, marriage ends, but he's handsome. <laughs> so, so what are you saying, Tim? <laughs> He'll find someone quick. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening, Tim's available. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know the circumstances of the, the end of their union, but, uh, <laughs> you know, hang in there. Trust, trust me. You're, you're a lot more attractive than most of the world. <laughs> Damn. Like I wow. said, Gavin, if you're listening. <laughs> Tim's Tim's opening up to you. Just Literally. saying. I'm just saying. I I can identify an attractive, <laughs> handsome gentleman. Zach Efron. Is this for right. example? Yes, I I'm agree with that. Continuing evaluating. I'm constantly evaluating attractive men while I'm sitting on the toilet yep. to pee. For, 
<laughs> from across the room, I can evaluate and say that's a handsome man. If they're a lot closer, I can say yes, they are definitely a handsome, handsome man. And if, if they're on top of me, I can definitely say I can say handsome, and I can lift this man with my arms. <laughs> Uh, what really pisses me off is when I see a handsome man get out of a Tesla. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. You already have a Tesla. Now you're handsome too, you fucking asshole. And then out of the other door, your wife gets out. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that doesn't bother me as much as the Tesla. <laughs> it's just the Tesla and how yeah. handsome yeah. he is. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Dave, is a time. It is time for a little listener-supported trivia. That's waiting for Tim to go. It's LSD. trivia. Oh, it's oh, LSD. <laughs> it's so no, wait, LST. I'm sorry. <laughs> LSD. Hey man, don't speak the brown trivia. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so the scores are this: Chris has four, God, Dave twenty-one, Jesus, Matt fourteen, Tim seven. 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 I think you get... described all of our ages of how we act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get three points if you can answer this without multiple choice. One point if you need the multiple choice. But if you get it right, you will be eligible for the bonus question for even more points. So, Chris, you're first. Can I get something right for a change? No. We'll see. There, you want you got some points. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your question. Okay. Famed Japanese director Akira Kurosawa's film. Oh this is like Chris's arch nemesis when it comes to trivia. <laughs> this is, this this is, is fucking incredible how I get this shit. Terrified of Asian people. And then Matt gets the Star Killer question. It's like, I knew that one. <laughs> Matt's one question was, what was the original title of Return of the Jedi? Yeah, that's true. That yeah. Shit. Just hang in there. I think you're going to be okay. I don't okay? know. Famed Japanese director Akira Kurosawa's film Yojimbo One famous for inspiration for Star Wars production name was Red Harvest Which was the main inspiration for Return of the Jedi's production name being what? Blue Harvest, motherfuckers! (laughs) That is actually the full name (laughs) That's what it said on the hat and the shirt Is that your final answer? Final answer for three points, that's correct. God damn. I was, I was, my asshole is sweating. <laughs> uh, okay, so now you are eligible for the bonus. You can yeah. just go for two straight points or you can bet any of your seven points. That's if you I just go it. for the two and you get it wrong, you do not lose any points. Give me the two. I'm going for the two. Okay. Which Star Wars movie in the series was sent to movie theaters titled The Doll House? So. Which other Star Wars movie that was the code name? The Dollhouse. You know what's weird is that Kelly, you know, works at a theater, obviously, and she's she's mentioned. I don't know. Just recently, something came in and she, she pulled out a tube, and it was an undercover name on it. So yeah. this happens a lot. It does. Because they don't want somebody to steal the can- the movies used to come mm. in. 35 millimeter reels, and like people like Matt and I would have to put them together. So it didn't say Star Wars, and someone would steal it if it was left out. They'd call it like some... somebody. Somebody stole the Ace Ventura standee outside of a theater one time. I don't know who did that. <laughs> um, 
I don't know who did that. Interpol is still looking. <laughs> yeah. We will not rest until we find the man to stall when nature calls. That's what it was when nature calls. Too. So what he's saying is that one of the movies was named The Dollhouse. One of the other Star Wars movies' code name was The Dollhouse. It's not a very good Which code name if everyone knows what it is. <laughs> so I don't think it's any of the, of the new shit. The Dollhouse. I don't know. I'm, I'm going... I'm just going to... I will say... I'll say Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Final answer? Yeah, I have no idea. That is incorrect. Which one is it? It was Phantom Menace. Uh, Why? Do you, Dave, do you remember? You had to build that up, so you would have gotten the 35 millimeter canisters. Mm -hmm. Do you remember seeing a different name on the canisters? I do. I don't remember it was Dollhouse, but none of those, none of the, any of the big movies. It, It didn't just have to be Star Wars. It could have been. I mean, I don't know. Pick, pick any other big movie from that. It could have been the Simpsons movie or something I, like that. They never called it the movie. I remember when we shot that those scenes for that fan film thing we did in the theater you worked at, and I was kind of reminiscing of the whole putting, tearing down, and building up the movies, and went over to the cans and saw and like saw not every none of the cans had any of the titles of the movies you were playing, and I was like, what the I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because that wasn't a thing when. I did it, and you were explaining to me how this was a, a thing now. Yeah. I don't know. It just became... Because, I don't know, it depended on your theater. They would often just leave them out. Uh-huh. out. Like, yeah. like yeah. they'd leave them out. Like, they would do that at AMC when we worked there. They'd leave them out on the sidewalk. Oh. And then go. Yeah. Drop them off and go. Yeah. yeah. Because it was always late in the morning. Now, when I worked my... The job that I worked most at as the as the projectionist... I would never do that. I mean, those things are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. You just leave them out. There was, I don't remember which one it was. It was, uh, I think it was Revenge of the Sith. Someone actually broke into a theater and stole the print mm-hmm. of it off of the off of the the, the tray. And, oh my uh, god, that's not something it, to sneak out. No, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, I mean that's 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 like what like 150 pounds. Uh, way more, way more than that. Yeah, and those things are those suckers were heavy. But it was, it was like big news for a couple days, like, like because they were afraid that it was like stolen by professionals and they were going to make a high quality bootleg of it and put it out there. Turned out it was stolen by a bunch of doofuses and they just they, they didn't know what to do with it. So I threw it in a field. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, right by the yeah, porn. That's awesome. Yeah. Porn. yeah. I don't. I don't remember where it was stolen, but I remember that being a thing. It was. It showed up like someone steals print. You know, you know piracy being, in it, and then it was like two days later, found in a field. Yeah, not piracy, just vandalism. Why do you <laughs> think it was called the Dollhouse? Or like, what's how's that connect to the Phantom? Well, like, you make it some it, stupid title that you wouldn't have any interest in stealing. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't necessarily right. have to have anything to do with it. Because those cans, like Matt's right, they would all say. They would all say different stuff, and then anytime you opened them up, it was always um, there. Were, sometimes they'd still have FBI warnings on the inside, yeah. but mainly it was literature from the projectionist union. Yeah, I love that. That was always my favorite. Yeah, because anyone that worked at a major chain like AMC or Regal or anything like that, we weren't in the projectionist union, so they hated guys like us. And it would scabs. be all this stuff yep, about scabs. Go, go to hell, scabs. You know, if you're reading this and you're a scab, go to hell. 
<laughs> my shot. Did you ever so, keep any of that stuff? That's that sounds like gold to me. I've never seen this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 to- once a quarter, I'd open it up, and there'd be a a picture of a of a silhouette of a guy's head in a crosshairs with the word scab on it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was like that when when this is before kind of it was before the multiplex really when there were one screen theaters. You had to be in the union really to be a projectionist because guys were dying. Art was in it till the day he died, literally. We so we did have a union projectionist in on yeah. our first theater. At Regal, you couldn't be in the union because they didn't want to deal with any of that stuff. Um, but like, I think because back in the day with the lamps and the way the film was, it was actually dangerous to be a projectionist. If the film caught on fire, it wasn't the kind of film that melted. No, the the film was a wick, yeah. and it was Just- it would combust and mm-hmm. blow up the and blow up the 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 bulb, and you were probably dead. So it used to be a bigger deal to be in the union. Was, so, you know, was, not, okay, good. No, was, this is totally something different. Didn't I? Didn't you guys open the cans? Wasn't there sometimes like a shirt in there of the movie? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Okay, sometimes there was. Those were when they came directly from the studio distributor. It was usually it was movies that we'd get second run, like uh, you know, been out for a week or two at another theater that would have the scab stuff because it was at a theater with the union projectionist, and then he'd throw all that shit in as it sent off to the next <laughs> theater. Uh, yeah. Okay. I used to write stuff on the on the stuff, like back back to them. Like I'd write little nasty notes. Dear non scab, <laughs> I appreciate your concern. Yeah, but that's this this it used to be the way it was. Yeah. And Chris and I, Chris and I, even we could have stolen stuff. We did steal things from other people's projection booths, <laughs> mostly trailers. We would walk right upstairs into other movie theaters projection booths yeah. and just go through their stuff, steal previews right off the wall. <laughs> and I hate to tell you guys, but uh, when it comes to movie theater projection booths, there's no statute of limitations, so you just admitted to a crime. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, That's the Obviously rumor I'm that we heard that a friend told us. Because <laughs> we used to we used to collect the trailers. I don't know why. I yeah, mean, I know. I I found yeah. a, I found a box. We moved. I've now moved three times. With, so this, with this box of trailers, and then finally Christine's cleaning everything out. She's like, "What are you doing with these?" I'm like, "Absolutely nothing. Throw them out." Yeah, there's and there's there there honestly is like they have almost no value. Like I, I've seen <laughs> yeah. even the Star Wars trailers like at conventions, and people are they nobody wants them because what the hell am I going to do with that? Chris I got, has I got I got he's, eight right here in front of me. Yeah, he's, he's got a few there, but I mean, Chris collects anything like that, and and there there is there is a market for him. It's just nobody's willing to pay anything for him. I think I was mainly taking them as a current projectionist at my theater that I wanted to put these trailers yeah. on movies at my theater, and we didn't get them. We used so to- I remember <laughs> Chris and I would go to the three hundred nine theater, and you'd find that like we just would walk in as customers. Where's yeah. the proje- oh, there's the booth. Open the door, walk right upstairs. Walking around upstairs, That's ballsy man. That is sometimes, ballsy. sometimes we would see people that were working there and leave, run back down the steps, and just kind of give them a, like a "Hey, what's up?" and just keep walking. <laughs> oh, here's the trailer. Okay, I'm a. I need this. Need it. Got it. Got it. Need it. Okay, let's go watch uh, Beverly Hills Cop three. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt used to have a, a whole like. Real, yeah. I was just gonna of, say, like, I'd say, like, once a year, we I would just when they were really good or interesting or oddball, I'd throw them on that reel, and like, once a year, we just kind of throw it on and watch it. That's yeah, when we found it. the fucking Superman, Superman one. Remember, yeah. you found that one, yeah. 
The original Superman trailer, you you you, you found that. You found Superman, Batman, and Over the Top. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you and we weren't allowed to show it, so we put Showgirls on that. Showgirls. I remember that because yeah. we weren't allowed to show that Red was, Band trailers. That was that was like that was two minutes of pure nudity. Yeah, it was just boobs, the whole thing. I did the same thing at Regal and uh, kept them made up. And uh, if if it was a say it was a Stallone movie, at the end of the movie, I would splice one of his old trailers to the end of the movie for the people that stayed through the credits. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that's fan service. Yeah, it was little touches like that. It was and then somebody from a corporate setting would think that was a waste of time and stupid, but yeah. like I didn't care. Uh, and the, and it would have been cool to, to put old trailers. I know I'm, since Regal's corporate, they they would have put the kibosh on this quickly. I don't know if you guys ever did it. Remember when you guys used to project on that little screen above the concession stand? Yeah, yeah the, there was that, cons- and you know, you it would it, there'd be a reel of trailers. Like I don't know how long it was. It was about an, it was about an hour. Yeah, yeah. I did. I had I had one of current, and I had an old one that I would run. Every so often, it would it would usually be because it was playing to the um, lobby, so yeah. it had to be family oriented things. But I put like old Disney movies and the Iron Giant and things like that on it, so it was uh, it was cool because it was actually showing on the back of the screen, so the people in the auditorium were seeing really weren't seeing anything projected onto the front of it. They were seeing what was being projected to the back of it, mm-hmm. so the projector faced a giant mirror. That's right, yeah. Which reflected the image backwards to the back of the screen. So when you were seeing it on the front of the screen, it was right side up. I remember you showing me that in the booth. Now you yeah. set that up. That was like a little lounge. It was pretty cool. Like like you guys had a couch in there. When I would go up to visit you or Steve, you just hang on the couch in there. Okay. Yeah. We had we had a we had a couch in there. We had a little desk. We used to take naps in there. We had our books. <laughs> Steve and I would Steve and I would read the same book. We'd read like American Psycho, and it'd be like you know, don't lose my bookmark. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing to do with trivia, but no, whatever. or Star Wars, which I can't wait for this review. Okay, I we- downloaded this out of pure curiosity because of the upcoming Mandalorian episode, and these guys just hate everything and talk about. Techno- movie trailers. Movie yeah. technology. One star. <laughs> One star. All right. Well, let's get back to it then. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to make that guy any matter in the meat. It's my turn. And here's my question: What popular rapper of the 1990s supposedly auditioned for the role of Mace Windu? Interesting. <laughs> I've never heard of this. What's what's the question? Say it one more time. What popular rapper of the 1990s supposedly auditioned for the role of Mace Windu? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to take the multiple choice because I don't know. And I, all right, I'm reading it and I still don't know. The, the choices are Tupac Shakur, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg. Wow. There's no way Ice Cube would do this. All interesting no way, choices. She's the man. Mm-hmm. There's no way Dr. Dre would do this. I could see Snoop Dogg. I think it's between Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Tupac was a really good actor. Ice Cube's a really good actor, too. Dr. Dre can't act. Snoop Dogg was and really good at Joker's Wild Host. <laughs> yeah. And Snoop Dogg plays Snoop Dogg. It's great. I'm going to say Tupac. <laughs> 
That's funny. He's so plain. I'm going to say Tupac just because he's the... Uh, Ice Cube's a really good actor, but I don't think he would do that. I'm going to say Tupac. The answer is... Tupac Shakur. Okay. I, I don't Same. I don't believe that. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no points for you, Dave. I, uh, I'm just going to go for the two for the bonus because I don't know what this could possibly be. Here is the question. Under a suggestion by his daughter, Lucas got what boy group to appear and was supposedly in Attack of the Clones, but then Didn't cut during the answer. But then cut during production, and that's in sync. And that is correct for two more points. Okay. <laughs> Tupac, Tupac died in 1996. I was going to say that. Didn't he die? And, and I, I think I think he died way before casting even began. So I call I call bullshit on that. You may be right, but I am too. <laughs> <laughs> and I got three points. So, Matt, it is your turn. Okay. The quote, I have a bad feeling about this line, appears in every Star Wars film to date, but who said it first? I think we talked about this before. I think we did. And I don't who think multiple choice first. is going to help me because it's going to be anyone that ever said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I think uh, it was Tupac. It's too bad. I. Oh boy. I think it was. I'm going to say Princess Leia because I'm almost positive she said it in New Hope. I think it's only said once a movie. Although I might be wrong that she said it in New Hope. I don't know. Um, Wait, no. She said it in Jedi, didn't she? Ah, crap. I don't know. It's it's a wild shot. It's either going to be her, Han, or Luke. So I'll, I'll go with Princess Leia. I'm probably wrong. Final answer. Princess Leia is incorrect. God damn it. It is Luke. Shit. Which means we are on to Tim. Ah. He's going to put Tim. an addendum to his review, and I don't think the one host has ever seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, here and you that's go. usually me. Yeah. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Tim, this character from the prequels was originally envisioned as a child in a floating chair instead of the lightsaber-wielding character he became. I know this. A child in a floating chair. Character from the prequels instead of the lightsaber-wielding character he became. Mm, there's a clue. I'm going to say Darth Maul. Final answer. Final answer. That is incorrect. The answer is General Grievous. Grievous, yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. I call bullshit on this because Tupac Shakur. (laughs) (laughs) So that makes the scores. Chris, seven. Dave, 24. Matt, 14. Tim, seven. Seven. I'm just going to stay at seven so I can just keep um, doing uh, Al Pacino from Devil's Advocate. Seven in them. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Dave, boy. thank you for this lovely episode. Dave, we went off, you know, a different way. Well, sure. It was, it was, it was, it was really fun, and thank you, Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. Love. Well, there is also a theory that he's not really dead. So, how do we know yeah. that he didn't actually audition for part of Scarface? 
This is true. Well, I'm, I'm looking here at... I'm looking here at... Uh, oh, boy. Um, this is on RollingStone.com. Tupac Shakur edition to be a Jedi in Star Wars. It says the Phantom Menace role supposedly went to Samuel L. Jackson instead. You take it back? No, I still think it's, bu- <laughs> I, I still think it's bullshit. Rolling Stone, Tim. Uh, it says... Uh, uh, there's a guy, Rick Clifford, said in a recent interview that Tupac told me he had gone for a reading with George Lucas, but the part oh, of... Oh, Rick's Jackson. fucking lying. Rick I Clifford. know. Fuck you, Rick, Cl- Rick Clifford. What does MovieWeb say? I believe everything MovieWeb says. <laughs> Movie- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the Neozaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.